Welcome in on Victory 91.5, Victory.radio, as we are finishing up another set of Anointed Worship Music. We are also getting into the special guest I've been telling you about all morning, and we get to spend a little time together each morning, kind of, but now this time a little different. Season Bowers with me, our joy bringer. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. This is so cool. I, this is really a full circle moment. It's really sweet. I'm grateful. Oh. Well, awesome. Well, hey, while we get the opportunity to dive in over the next several segments by full circle, what do you mean by that? You know, the Lord is so faithful to bring things around, right? I spent the majority of my life from pretty much the time I could stand up on two feet and make noise. I was singing and dancing. And so I was on stage performing and I was a, an actor my whole life. And then the Lord called me out and I, I stepped into a uh, pastoring and ministering and i i just left behind this this world right and and i thought well lord i just trust you to use the gifts that you've given me however you want and suddenly this this radio thing came from the lord just onto my plate the, but the weird thing about radio is that you sent you you understand this Quincy. you know you you send it out into the world the, the thing that the lord put on your heart and you have no idea who hears it what happens and so it's been very transparently kind of a lonely world, right? To not yeah. have instant feedback or have a chance to really get to know the people I'm talking to. And so my mentors in the radio world said, no, someday I promise you will get to know these people. You will have this moment where you get to have a deeper conversation with someone and meet. And Victory Radio has been so kind to me. And I... My Joybringer feature runs across the world. I found out it's running in the Philippines. <laughs> wild to me. You never know how far joy can travel. You just have no idea. And I, I like to say, it's none of my business how the Lord chooses to use my offering. But Victory is one of the stations that I actually do have a relationship with. And to be able to be on with you and to feel the Lord go, see, <laughs> I'm, I'm faithful. I, I just celebrate it. That is awesome. Well, I'm so glad that we have this opportunity this morning. And I actually was going to, before you said the full circle thing, I was like, I was looking in your acknowledgements and you actually mentioned in the acknowledgements of this book that you have coming out today, the Joybringer challenge, you said something about radio and how different it is for you. And so I'm so glad we get to kind of let people get to know you outside of the 60 seconds or the little bit more that you get to do uh, each morning with us. And so we're going to do that over the next several segments this morning, give you an opportunity uh, to brag on what the Lord's done in your journey. We may, you know, even see, you know, one of the things I'm going to ask you, I'm not going to do it right this second because we're going to do what we call a tease in our well, business. So I'm going to ask you a question for you to be prepared for because, you know, when you're joyful, you get the brand, right? And people automatically want to find out why you tick or how and all of that stuff. Because you approach that in the segments in the mornings. I've heard you do it and I love it. Um, but I'm going to ask you why you chose Joybringer. And it's kind of like asking for patience. Like, <laughs> I'm sure some of that journey has been interesting. So we'll definitely talk about that and, and let people get into that part of your world and talk about why this book as well, if you're okay with all of that. Yeah, bring it on. Well, we'll bring the joy and we'll bring season and it is going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to continue to do that right here on Victory 91.5. Back here on Victory 91.5 with Season Bowers, our joy bringer. For those of you that didn't join us a little bit ago, 
this is the opportunity we have to speak a little more with season and a little bit we get to hear from her each morning here on Q in the morning so we're thankful for her taking time out of her day on a very special day her book is coming out today the joy bringer challenge and we're gonna get into that in just a little bit but first of all i want to ask this question and i've told people as i was kind of gearing up to talk to you i even told our general manager ray i was like you know when you call yourself a joy bringer you're just asking for the enemy to be like okay hmm it's like asking for patience when you pray so talk a little bit about that and and branding that way and how the lord led you into this whole journey of being a joy bringer that's so good and i would just want to start by saying i'm grateful that you're saying a joy bringer because a lot of people introduce me as the joy bringer when i speak oh welcome season the joy and i go oh gosh let me just start out no no <laughs> no i am a joy bringer you are too cute and and anyone listening is because of the joy bringer jesus amen so yes i i have this thing about me i always have been told that you know what is this about you i always pop back you know it's jesus or it's the holy spirit right i yes i'm an effervescent perky you know happy sanguine right I, that's who i am but throughout my life the lord has revealed to me i really believe i'm anointed with this thing this something extra so that i can share not only the good news that brings great joy but the power that joy encompasses. So it's the second fruit of the spirit, right? It's, it's, me it's mentioned 472 times in scripture. C.S. Lewis says joy is the serious business of heaven. And yet Christians are not usually labeled as joyful or, you know, unfortunately loving. How about that? But we are given the best news ever, right? It is the, as announced when Jesus was born, the good news that brings great joy for all people. And you know, all means all. You don't have to go to seminary or anything. You don't have to be a scholar to know that. Joy is for you because Jesus is for you. And so as the Lord has been leading me on this journey to really put bones to this thing that I've experienced in my life, yes, it invites the enemy to come at me hard, right? And I, and I have been down this road, especially when it was like, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to write this book. I have crazy stories about how the enemy has come at me in wild ways. Yes, it officially started as, well, the Joybringer Challenge started uh, right after COVID in, uh, what was that, 2020. I did a 15-day Joybringer Challenge on Facebook. And every day I had different guests, we talked about the things that I've been working on as I had already been working on my book. But this sort of brought it all together. And that's the thing that I'm most passionate about is that joy is for you because Jesus is for you. And when we recognize we we stop believing the lies because the enemy wants to tell us all day long that joy isn't for us because, oh, all the things that we've done in our life, the sin, the trauma, uh, the personality, your your personality and my personality are going to be different. And and the enemy loves to whisper in people's ear. Well, because yeah. you're not like that, then you can't have that. And the, the Lord has revealed to me in so many beautiful ways that joy can look different manifested in everyone's life. Joy is not a feeling. I like to describe it or define it as a buoyant sense of well-being because of who the Father is, because of what Jesus has done, and the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. I like to say joy floats. It's like hope flows for the movie in the 90s or hope flows. Joy flows. It does it. It's buoyant because it's on the firm foundation of who Jesus is. Yeah, you know, I think you're hitting it right on the head because a lot of people confuse joy and happiness. And right. you're explaining because joy is in your being because Jesus is in your being. Happiness is kind of fleeting because it can be an emotion, right? And can be misleading. 
right? Circumstantial. There's a lot of things that don't make me happy, right? When I run out of my or I, well, I can't, I, it, all the things that don't make us happy. My daughter just sent me a picture of my dog who ripped open a box of these nutrition bar. I'm like, you know what, sir? Like you don't get enough attention, right? That is, I'm unhappy about that. But joy and now, it is true though, they are similar. They often manifest themselves. They feel sometimes similar, um, but they're cousins, I like to say. Yes, happiness and joy are cousins. I like that. Well, at the top of the hour, we are gonna get to cover uh, in prayer and we're gonna invite uh, Season to pray over us and speak joy over us. And we actually are gonna also dive in and I'm gonna ask a question about one of these crazy stories of going down this road. So make sure you're sticking around for that at the top of the hour here on Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. Victory 91.5, victory.radio. Thanks for hanging out with us and allowing us to be part of your day. I say us because I do have a friend with me today. I know it's usually me by myself, so anytime I get to have an extra person with me, it is a very exciting time the Lord allows I do love doing interviews because it isn't just me, you know, as Season pointed out a little earlier as we were talking, you know, not the Joybringer, a Joybringer. That's how I feel about the voice and the platform that I've been given, that it, it can be an opportunity for us to come together. So Season's coming with me today, and I'm Q, I bring joy too, and uh, we're grateful yeah. uh, for the opportunity to do it together today. Well, you mentioned uh, just a little bit ago, you said that there's plenty of crazy stories of going down this road toward especially the Joy Bringer Challenge, the book that is coming out today that the Lord has allowed you to work through. And before we pray uh, to cover this hour, I'd love for you to share one of those crazy stories. So this has been a long road. It's been about a six-year process. Uh, the Lord immediately, you know, we think that when there's momentum and, and speed behind something, we're like, oh, it's from the Lord, right? And then yeah. it's hard, we question it. So I got picked up by a literary agent instantly. The very first place I went to a, a, a writer's conference, I, it, I just, it was amazing. I felt like the Lord had just highlighted me and I had attention from agents and publishers. Then I went on the long road of actually writing the book and, and my agent then was shopping it around to different publishers. And she, it was about a two year process. We got rejected from every single publisher, like every one of them. Finally, the final one was a new startup publisher. She said, hey, I'm not lying. This is the last one. You either decide to self-publish or we go with this person. And I said, let's do it. Let's do it. So I went on a journey with this new publisher. And a year ago in, in February, uh, we were right about to go on pre-sale, like right about to launch. And my literary agent got a phone call and she called me and she said, do you have a minute? You know, those are the worst, right? And I said, sure. I was at a laundry mat. I will never forget this. And she said, your publisher has called me and broken your contract. Wow, they're not gonna do it like that. That's it. And they broke our legal contract, broke it. And I was dumbfounded and uh, talked about devastation. It, I, I was, then I questioned everything. Lord, what, you've called me to do it. What do you mean, right? It was so challenging, but I tell you what, that was not a surprise to the Lord. He knew. And, and what he told me to do was just do the next thing. So the next thing was about a month later, I had to go to a, a, a speak at a conference where it was like seasons, this new author and you could get her book. And I was humiliated. I was in, I didn't even know why I belonged at this conference. I wanted to leave. And a woman sitting next to me on the first day said something and she goes, oh, you've got a book. I said, funny story, I don't, not coming out right now. And she said, can I pray for you? 
she put her hand on my shoulder and she just simply said, hey, Lord, would you do the same thing that you that you did for me, for my sweet sister sitting here? Would you just do the same thing? So she gets, we stopped praying and she, she told me her story and I have tears projecting out of my eyes at this point. And she said she had a similar story. Her publishing journey felt like it had come to abrupt, an abrupt end. Then the, the Lord said, do the next best thing. She went to speak at a conference. Nothing happened. She's like, well, that's weird. She gets home from the conference and has an email that says, hey, I was at the conference. I'm an acquisitions editor from a publisher. I want to publish your book. So I'm crying. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. The next morning at conference, this gentleman runs up to me and he says, excuse me, are you the joy girl? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I hear you're an author and that you have a book. And well, funny story. He has tears in his eyes and he says, I know that I'm here for you. I'm an acquisitions editor and I want to publish your book. Wow. And I gave him all the list of things, why he would not want to, why the publisher said she broke my, all the things. And everything I said, he would just nod and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the Lord knew. The Lord knew. One more quick thing. While I was in this process, shortly after I had finished this 15-day Joybringer challenge on Facebook, two weeks later, my father passed away. Then I finally submitted my full manuscript. Two weeks after that, my grandfather passed away. Then I finally got some movement on this book. And my husband, uh, two weeks after that, my husband uh, almost killed himself. And coming off of this going, Lord, are you kidding me? Where's my protection? You've called me to this. What's going on? We move across the country. My husband had gone into this eight-week outpatient program to, to heal. And uh, we move across the country. And I went under. Q, I went under. Finally, we got quiet, right? Things just settled down. And I had experienced anxiety and depression like never before. And I was rolling on Facebook, just crying. All I could do every day was just cry and sit there and go, I feel like a hypocrite. I'm, I'm supposed to bring the joy and I can't even get out of bed. And I landed on a, on, a, on a meme, and it was a quote from Lisa Turkhurst, the author and speaker. And this is not what the quote said, but my brain processed it. It said, you steer where you stare. And the said to me in that moment, instantly, he said, Season, you have locked eyes with worst case scenario. I need you to lock eyes with me. And it ripped me out of this moment instantly. I had been locked eyes with the terror that any given moment I could find my husband not alive. At any given moment, someone else, the enemy's gonna take someone else for you, right? And and Jesus said, lock eyes with me. And that's when I knew, even without a shadow of a doubt, we don't always have to feel joy, but we can lock eyes with it because mm -hmm. joy is with us. Jesus is present. When you don't feel joyful, lock eyes with him because he's right next to you. These are the kinds of things that I've walked through. So so it's not, oh, that girl, she doesn't know anything. Yeah, I do. I'm the only person alive in my family. I've lost everybody. Praise God, he is so faithful to show us that no matter what our circumstances look like, he is with us and we can have great joy. Yeah, and that's why joy isn't circumstantial, as you pointed out earlier, because Jesus is with us and, and his staying with us isn't really circumstantial either once we become... <laughs> Once, once we believe and receive and proclaim him as Lord, that, that is, that's a forever thing. The, the publisher can't break the contract at that point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the covenant's good from there on. Uh, you know, we, we cover every hour in prayer at victory season, and I would love for you to speak joy over the people listening to us today and, and, and speak into their lives 
and, and just call that from the Holy Spirit today because it's only from him that pure, full joy can be experienced. And it isn't happiness, but it is pure joy. And uh, I would love for you to, to pray into that this morning. Yeah. Thanks. Lord, we're so grateful for your presence and your power and your love that you surround us with everything that we need. And God, I'm, I'm so grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for this day, this long time coming day where, where I celebrate your goodness and your, and your victory. And God, I know this message that burns it is for everyone listening, that joy is for you because Jesus is for you. So Holy Spirit, would you, would you stir up in each individual's mind and in their heart, maybe, maybe a lie that we've been believing about why we haven't grabbed a hold of the full and complete joy that is from you. And God, would you, would you just highlight, this is, this is the thing, this is why you haven't grabbed a hold of it. Lord, and, and lead us in that direction to say, I renounce that lie in Jesus' name. I believe the joy is for me because you are for me, Jesus, and you are with me right now. And I receive the fullness of your joy. That's the best news ever, God. And we're so grateful that it is for us and we receive it. We receive it in Jesus' name because you came and you accomplished, you accomplished everything on our behalf and we can receive it. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be glorified in this moment that we would receive your joy and be joy bringers to our homes, to our schools, to our workplaces and everywhere we go that people would say, gosh, there's something about that person. They are marked by joy. We are marked by you, Lord. We love you and we're grateful for you. Amen. On Victory 91.5 this morning, so glad that you're allowing us to spend some time with you here on Q in the morning. Always grateful uh, to worship the Father in song, in word, and in prayer. We always have a little fun along the way, and today we brought extra, extra joy. <laughs> I always tell people joy is my favorite anyway. And so, a joy bringer here with us. We are so grateful because we always have the joy bringer with us, as we have learned. We have Jesus with us, so therefore, joy, amen. Uh, so we're grateful for that. We're talking about a little bit today because it is a special day for you, the release of the Joybringer Challenge. And we've heard a little bit, if people, if you've been with us throughout the process this morning, you've heard that it's been quite the journey and the Lord has brought us to this day. Uh, I'm so grateful that you stayed the course and put this out because it would have been easy at any point during that six year journey to say, ah, let's just keep up with these segments and forget the book. So. You put the book together, The Joybringer Challenge. It's available today. Each chapter, you have a joy verse and a joy principle. Talk a little bit about the process of why that was important for you to make part of this book and why the book. Oh gosh, I'm so, I'm so glad. That's a great question because when I first started doing these Joybringer segments, right, that run all around on radio stations, the guy that was mentoring me, he said, oh, listen, everyone thinks they have, it's called a feature. Little inside radio thing, it's called a feature. And he goes, everyone thinks they have a feature in them. And I said, but he said, but the reality is it has to have longevity. And I said, sir, there are 472 verses about joy in the Bible. I got longevity. We're good. Because that's the reality. This book is rooted in scripture. Every, everything is rooted in scripture. And it's amazing, especially when we talk about Jesus. So many people don't realize there are two verses in scripture. It's, it's in the Old Testament and then repeated in the New 
talking about Jesus as the most anointed with joy person to ever walk the planet. Now, is that the Jesus you've heard about? Because a lot of people don't really associate Jesus as a man of great joy, but it is who he is currently. It is who he is. And everywhere he went, he brought joy. Now, there were people that didn't like him, for sure. But that's also because joy can be offensive. My my joy can be offensive to people because the enemy likes to tell people, oh, you're disqualified, you can't have that. So everything is rooted deeply in scripture. And there's these principles that we hold on to. The book is, is separated into four sections. And each section, it, it when I went to write this, I said, Lord, I, I, I gotta have some sort of structure, right? I didn't know what I was doing. It's my first book. I've never done anything like this before. And I feel like, you know, forgive the maybe cliche, but I, I had this the download from heaven. I immediately knew, immediately, and it's never changed, these four sections. It's salvation, healing, filling, leading. Instant. Salvation, healing, filling, leading. I'm like, tell me more about that, Lord. And then that's what got broken apart. And, and, and coming up in a little while, I'll tell you the core values that go with each of these sections. But salvation is the... the you have to start there because it starts with Jesus. So throughout that the section, we talk about who Jesus is and, and what he did, right? He was a joy bringer. And how did he do that? And we, we want to really go about to start with that as the foundation, salvation. And then the second section is about healing, emotional, physical, spiritual healing. Because it says in scripture all throughout the New Testament, Jesus went around and wherever he went, what did he do? He healed people right so healing joy is for us because healing is for us and that talks a lot about in that section about how important it is for us to believe in the various aspects of healing but also to be healed emotionally spiritually yeah because if we're going to bring joy we have to be filled with it right yeah we bring it but then we pour out but if we don't deal with the wounds and the stuff inside we're going to be pouring out things that are kind of contaminated. One of the examples I use is like, uh, you know, a, a water bottle. You're going to fill it with fresh living water, but if you haven't cleaned it right and there's mold inside, that's gross, right? I've had teenagers. I know they don't just put water in those bottles. It's gross. See, we want to clean it out. We want to get filled with the fresh stuff so that we can pour it out. And then the third, filling, being filled with the Holy Spirit, being empowered and understand who the Holy Spirit is and why we need to be in relationship with the Holy Spirit, this, right? The the forgotten God, sometimes we, he's been called, but understanding how the Spirit moves and then wanting to flow and follow the Spirit. And then the, the fourth section is about leading, right? Leading your life, having core values of your own life. And what does it look like? What is evangelism? What does it mean to be a joy bringer? So those are the four sections that all have their own joy principles and deeply rooted in scripture. I'm thinking that a lot of people can really take a hold of these sections and, and, and make this a devotional, make this, as you've put it in the title of the book, a challenge to really go through this and take inventory. And, you know, when you were talking about overflowing, we, we use that a lot to say, Hey, we want to overflow. But what I like to say, instead of having it like a cup or a water bottle that gets full, and then it just kind of comes out, I like to say, Lord knock the bottom out of the cup. Let me be a conduit. So it's just coming through. It's just coming through. Then there's no stagmentation. There's none of that stuff. Uh, and, and so it's an opportunity to let what is poured into us be poured right back out. And uh, that's what we're called to do with joy as well. And I love that you bring that 
And I'm so blessed that you have brought it here this morning. So we have one more opportunity uh, to share with folks about the Joybringer Challenge. And we are gonna do that by talking a little bit about uh, what the bottom line of joy is when we come back here on Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. Victory 91.5 and victory.radio. I'm Quincy, this is Q in the Morning, and we have the privilege of having Season Bowers with us, and we've had her with us for a little bit, our joy bringer. You usually get to hear a little bit earlier in the morning, but we get an extended opportunity to get the joy brought this morning when we're talking about her book that has come out today, The Joybringer Challenge. And in it, you do talk about the core value of joy. And for me, I'm asking this question in this way. The bottom line, what's at the center of joy and being able to be a joy bringer? I'm glad you asked me that because it, it, it has... I think the reason people don't grab a hold of it is because they don't understand it, right? It, it is, it feels ethereal, like hoo-hoo, right? It's like, oh, it's joy. It's like, it's, it's, it's out there floating around. Yeah. Right, out there. But instead, that's why I spend so much time on the foundation of salvation in Jesus. It's Jesus. But that also, we can't grab a hold of that. That's hard, right? I, yes, I can hold my Bible. I can hold on to my relationship. But sometimes we just need these, what I call core values. The things that, that, and anyone that knows me, you can ask my husband or my best friends, anybody. These are my personal core values. They are things that have been established in my life, practices, handles, if you will, to hold on to, to help maintain that, right? You, you, you might have a sign in your house or you've seen the phrase like, choose joy, right? That's great, but let me help you, let me help you actually do that. So these four core values are the things that I live with every day. They are tried, through, tested, and I know that they will help you. They come at the end of each section. Uh, after each chapter, there's a Joybringer challenge, right? It, depending on whatever that chapter was about. But the end of each section, I talk about the core value. So the first section being salvation. The core value of that, how to grab a hold of it, is gratitude. Hello, right? That's, that's like low-hanging fruit, right? In those moments where where I was in the depths of despair or, or things are really going on and you think, gosh, I just, I feel hopeless today. Because of the salvation of Jesus, there's always something to go and be grateful for, right? It's just, well, I woke up today. I'm, I'm glad that I could at least go to the bathroom, I, whatever, there, there's flushing toilet. I don't know, we just had a big power outage here and we didn't have lights to turn on. So then when you can turn the light on, it's like, wow, I'm grateful. It goes back to that. I say gratitude is the gateway to the kingdom. Let's start there. And sometimes we don't want to be grateful. I'm sure you understand that. Sometimes there's days where you're like, you know what? I just want to sit here in my pity party and I don't want to be grateful. But the worst is when my husband's like, um, you want to try to be grateful about this moment? I'm like, oh, sir. Do not use me against me. Right. But it works, it works, and it is helpful even even to do it against my will. I don't wanna be grateful. The second thing we talk about in the book, the section is healing, right? And it all stems, the power of healing all stems from the sacrifice of Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins. The ultimate healing is forgiveness that we receive, right? That is the ultimate healing. And so the second joy bringer core value is operating in forgiveness. First, receiving it from Jesus, right? but also to operate in it, to make that list, because we all have it, make the forgiveness list. Nothing will steal, kill, or destroy your joy quicker than bitterness, anger, and resentment. 
So to start there, to have that an everyday practice if need be. I tell story about an entire, I was like making that the legal pad of the people I needed to forgive. And I went on a journey and I help you in the book when you read it to go through and really a forgiveness model that I've used that is that is really helpful because we want to make sure that we can love those around us without that bitterness, anger, and resentment and see people the way Jesus does. The third core value comes from the section on being filled, filling of the Holy Spirit. And I, I mentioned earlier that, that when we are aware of the Holy Spirit, we understand that the, the faithfulness of God is described as a right, the righteous, the rock, the mighty oak tree, the firm foundation. But the Holy Spirit is described as what? Wind, fire, water, breath, a dove, all things that move. So as we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we want to then flow. We want to be led by the Spirit. And so the core value that matches this section is flexibility to let go of our tight grip so that we can move, not if, but when things change. We can move with joy. The opposite, here's a, a fun one, the opposite of joy is not hatred, it's not depression, it's not, it's fear. So when we release control in trust of the Lord to follow the Holy Spirit, we're filled with joy. It is a practice, I'll tell you, it's not easy because when things change, I'm like, but Lord, if you doesn't remember the core value, oh, right. Right, hey, you're using me against me too. That's what I say, these are tried and true and tested. And the final Joybringer core value, the section is leading your life with joy, being a Joybringer in our leadership, but in our everyday life. And the core value there is rest. And of course we know everybody, oh, I know, I know. But I don't have, give me your excuses. Give Jesus your excuses. The most busy, intimate human to ever walk this planet said, I love you all. In order to keep doing this, I'm gonna take a minute and I'm gonna go hang out with my father and I'm gonna be filled so I can maintain my joy, right? Our rest is so important. It's so key to maintaining and being filled with joy. I don't know about you, but I get snappy when I'm tired. I'm not bringing any joy when I'm when I'm cranky, when I'm you know when I'm bitter because I'm overworked. Whose responsibility is that? Because the Lord hasn't called me to be overworked, right? Right? Is he is he the father of our whole life? He the Lord of our life? If we're walking that three mile pace with Jesus, I don't like to walk slow, but if I'm going to walk with the Lord, then on our journey together, hand in hand, He's going to lead us to those streams of living water, to rest in the valley, to to hang out on the mountainside. And it's it's not boring. Rest, boring, right? So those are the four Joybringer core values that will help us actually hold on to the joy that is for us and bring it everywhere we go. Amen. Well, we need to be thankful, healed, full, rested Joybringers. And, you know, folks, this Joybringer challenge is available season let let people know how maybe they can get in contact with you your website where the book is available and uh sadly this will be the end of our time together for today uh but we may get to do this again sometime but uh, let's let people know how they can get a hold i am so grateful more than anything more than wanting you to listen to my joy bringer segment or read my book i love to be in relationship with people so reach out to me i i put my information in the book i 
You can find the book anywhere you buy books. It's crazy. Let me just say it again. Oh my gosh, it's out right now. That's wild. So anywhere would do that. Um, but also seasonbowers.com is my website. I don't care. I just want to connect with people. Message me. Send me an email. Find me on social media. How can I pray for you? How can I champion you? I love people and especially an opportunity to sit down with someone uh, over a big salad and iced tea at lunch. Let's do lunch. That's really, that's really what I wanted. Season, thanks so much for taking time out on this wonderfully exciting day for you. The Joybringer Challenge available wherever you get books, as she just mentioned. It's, it's so great to get to celebrate that with you today. I'm honored. I'm so honored. Thank you. Well, folks, we are grateful that you have stopped by on Victory 91.5, and we will have a little more music to go, and I've still got your National Day calendar coming up and all kinds of things going on here on Q in the Morning, so make sure you're sticking around on Victory 91.5.